millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, everyone? Let's talk round two team lists for this 2022 season. We get kicked off with the Storm and the Bunnies. And obviously a few things to talk about across all of these team lists, even if there isn't a lot of changes this week. First thing we start with is the Storm. And what we see with Pap and Hausen now is that we don't have Nick Meany in the team. He's in a 19 jersey, which would see Pap getting the goal-kicking duties back. So Dean Iremia moves on to the, uh, onto the edge there in the, on the wing spot for Jennings. Unfortunately, he goes down for the year. We see Munster go back into the 6 jersey. Bromwich comes back into the 8. Grant into the 9. We see Josh King keeping his 13 jersey, so he becomes a solid pickup. When you look at the bench there, you've got Tepai Morea. Um, Aroa, sorry, um, who should be getting lower minutes. Trent Leoro getting some decent minutes on an edge or, or through the middle as well. Alan McDonald will, will play his part, but he, he shouldn't be playing big minutes either. So you can expect some big minutes from Kingy. You're close to 80 from Kafusi and Brom. Uh, that's Kenny, that is. Jesse should be playing decent minutes, but nothing crazy. You know, that 45-ish mark. It'll be interesting to see where Wishart comes in. Will he come on and spell Grant in his first game back? Will he play a little bit through the middle as a ball player? Will he? Uh, will they do what they did with Grant and Smithy last year and they can both get into dummy half at different points and, and Grant can sort of kind of play a bit of a ball-playing role as well? I'm not exactly sure, but just, you know, having Wishart on the bench there is a little bit of an, a slight issue possibly for Grant. It might not be as well, but we've seen that he um, Harry's done really well in a, a sort of 65-70 minute role anyway. But obviously it would be nice if he was playing the 80. On the bunny side, we see Lockie Elias keep his spot. We, we see the same starting team, basically, apart from Latrell Mitchell coming into the one jersey, Johnson moving to the wing again. Jackson Paulo had a nice game as well, so he's someone that people uh, have some interest in, uh, uh, that have some interest in. Elias didn't play that well, obviously, against the Storm. It might be a, a tough game as well, so if you have the opportunity to, I'd probably have him in the emergencies this week unless you are trading him out. Cook should have a decent game. This should be a little bit, a little bit closer, probably a little bit more low-scoring game. So he should get some decent tackles and run the ball as well. Arrow, our big tackling man, he should be able to get plenty in this one. You know, up against, what's he going to be left edge? Up against Felice Kafusi. So that'll be a nice matchup. A couple of Queensland origin boys. And you should see Murray get back into a bit of a groove this game. You know, Walker was pretty low as well. So those two 
Should come in back into their own again. Walker and Mitchell doing their thing down the left-hand side. I'd be very interested in Munster at the moment. Coates I wouldn't be too excited about. And if you have the opportunity to get him to a, a Nanai, uh, if you have some cover in the wing fullbacks, you know, Tungol would be nice as well. Uh, well. We've spoken about those types of players already. Let's go to the Dragons and the Panthers. And, and not much changes on the Dragon side either. With Jack Bird still naming his 11 jersey, we have McCulloch in the 19 jersey. I'm not exactly sure what the reason is there. Benny Hunt should bounce back. Uh, Talatau Amone, so he he shouldn't get 20 again. They are up against the Dragons, so you know 20 is probably a bit of a lower score for him. You expect somewhere in the least of 25, 30 maybe against this squad. But again, if you can avoid playing him or if you could trade him out that like for a, a must-have cash cow, then that's great. But if there's no one clear to trade him to, or you'd have enough money to go up to those kind of guys, then I'd be holding steady. Lomax, Sully, and Sloan were decent last week, so I'd be holding on to them for sure. On to the other side, we see you know, the same lineup for the for the Panthers boys. Edwards was great. He's going to have a pretty nice season. He runs the ball like crazy. Unfortunately, just gets injured semi-regularly. So that's something to worry about. Tungo and Crichton, you should be playing each week. Sean O'Sullivan's going to be great for the next few weeks. But again, we have uh, we have Mr. Cleary coming back at some point. Spencer Lanyu, so big one for him is that he gets the starting jersey. He's been named in this position before. So I think in, in you know, last year, for example, there's a bunch of times he got named here and then you know, Sorensen started or you know, Martin started in the middle. They've got guys like Eisenhuth who can play some middle minutes, especially if, uh, if Isaiah Yeo is going to be playing 80. So just keep an eye on that. The Spencer may move to the bench and still play like 30 to 40 minutes, which you know, 35, 40 minutes would be great for him. But it's just very hard to tell. And I think you can at least wait one more week before selecting him. If he does get that 40-minute roll or 45 minutes and do really well, then I think you can pick him up next week. Coruscant did great, but he won't be playing 80, so that's the worry with him. A few people are chasing Isaiah Yo's scores. Just have a look at his footy, you know, the scores on footystatistics.com from last year. He has this odd game where he gets 80 minutes, but he shouldn't be playing 80 on a regular basis, especially if they have three middles on the bench there. So just be aware of that when you're looking at selecting Isaiah. So... The Roosters and the Seagulls, this is a very interesting one. We you know, have two you know, tough games in a row for a couple of these teams, but you know, Roosters and Eagles will be pretty close as well. Tedesco, if you, if you have him in round one, don't look to trade him out. I've had a few people ask me about him. Hold steady with him. Billy Smith's probably a little bit too cheap to trade him out, but if you have enough in the bank and you, you need to go to one of those must-have guys I've been speaking about, then do that. But if you don't, then I just probably try not to play him this week. If you have to play him, then that's okay as well. But yeah, just do what you can. Walker and Kiri, I'd be definitely given another crack, unless you, for some reason, you think that one game's enough for your narrative of, of Walker, for example. Connor Watson, people asking what to do with him, you probably don't bring him in. You're happy to keep him in your side. He should be playing good minutes. Their, their bench doesn't change. You know, Fletcher Baker's in the 15 jersey. He might start again like he did last, last week. Anywhere around that 30-odd minutes will be decent for him to make some cash. Angus Crichton should score well again. I'm sorry, he should score better than he did last week. That 47 was a very, just a solid score for him. And Victor Radley and Tupanua should do better also. Obviously, with a few extra minutes for Radley would be ideal. All right, on to the Manly side. And, and Tommy, Tommy, bruh, Tommy Turbo had a pretty light game last week. He's going to have to step it up against the Roosters, but that will be pretty hard as well because they're going to be a team, the Roosters, that, that, will, um, that will look to, to target him and make sure he doesn't get away. So be aware of that. You know, if you have him in your team, are you going to captain, captain him again or are you going to go with someone like Payne Haas? All right. DCE, also always a great option. Sipley, probably didn't get as many minutes, many minutes as we would have hoped. Well, I 
you know, looked at his stats and thought that he was, you know, he started before and got a lot of 20-minute games. So, you know, 25 to 30 is probably where he's looking at at the moment. Olaquatu should have a much better game than he did last. Obviously, you know, coming back from a bit of an injury. Ethan Bullimore, I wouldn't be expecting a 48. He obviously did score a try. Somewhere between that 35 to 40 would be pretty solid for him. He did have a fairly slow start and obviously picked it up at the back end of that first half and then some decent points in the second half as well. So that's that. Carl Lawton, if you've got him, unfortunately you're going to be losing some cash on him, so I'd be moving him on if you can. All right. Moving along, Titans and the Warriors. Here we've got Jaden Campbell, who had a pretty average game in terms of fantasy, but you know, solidly over, a solid game overall for him. Brimson comes back in. We see Sexton there. I wouldn't be picking him up, but if you started with him, then awesome, awesome for you. But for more, someone that I'd be tempted to move on if you missed out one of the cash cows, for example, for feeder, it's going to be there. It should be a good captaincy option in this game against a slightly lesser side than, than what uh, they played last week in the Eels, for example. And a bit of a weird game it was. He had one big run, for example. The Warriors, we see Reese Walsh come back which is cool. He'll be an option at some point during the season as a gun in that fullback position. We have Jesse Arthurs, Arthurs who moves in for Vaillea and he gets that centre jersey. I wouldn't be looking to pick him up. Chanel Harris-Tavita moves into the six jersey and Taylor into the seven. Both guys I wouldn't be looking at picking up either. In the forwards, we see you and A can keep his spot. We got Katoa and Curran who all did really good and I'd be holding on to each of them in terms of guys to pick up, Curran's going to be a gun for most of the year, so you could pick him up at any point at a similar price. He's not going to gain too much or lose too much from where he's at. Ewan Aiken probably has a little bit of upside, guys. Remember that he did all that in base stats last, last week, and he also has some upside in the attack. We also don't see Johnson you know, being a bit more of a right-sided, obviously a right-sided player, and you know, setting up Katoa there. So Aiken might get a few more, option, a few more opportunities with... Uh, Chanel on his left, for example, up against the Titans team that will probably leak a few points. Bench doesn't look too different. Obviously, the switch from um, you know, Lodge coming in. I'd probably look at him for a few weeks before picking him up. Bunty Ifoa moves into the 15. We see, obviously, Cody Nikarima move to the 18 jersey, which is a little bit annoying, but not many people would have him. All right, the Sharkies and the Eels. I'm probably going to go to this game, guys, being, being they live in uh, the Shire. Uh, roommate is a season ticket holder, so hopefully you can get in there with him. If not, I'll be uh, on the hill, so if, you, uh, if you're around in that game and you want to come say hello, please do. But the Sharks and the Eels there, we see you know, Kennedy being a bit of a lower scorer last week and probably will be similar against the Eels unless he comes out and has an awesome game. Nico Hines should do pretty well. We also see Britton Nakora, Teague Wilton, who should do decent this week up against a, a pretty big pack there. I uh, wouldn't be expecting too many tries in, in this game from those types of players, just with the quality that the Eels have on the other side, especially in guys like Dylan Brown. And then you've got Lane and Papali'i on that uh, that edge as well. We see Fafida in the 17 jersey again. There was some talk of him being a moon boot, so he's you know, obviously carrying a little bit of something-something. Uh, but if he's named, he should be playing. Cameron McInnes has been ma- named in the 19 jersey, which is very interesting and probably a little bit too early, but... Yeah, just watch out for him. If he sneaks on a bench as well, it could hurt guys like Hunt and Fafita. And on to the eel side, we see Gutho with a bit of a low score last week. I'd be holding him if you own him. He'll come back good. This is a very weird game, that Eels game. For most of these players, I'd say, be saying hold for all of them. Penasini should uh, have a decent game. We see Tom Opacek move into the centres after Russell goes down. Wanga Blake moves into the, uh, the wing. 
Opechek had four tries in uh, New South Wales Cup the other day, so well done to him. Dylan Brown and Moses should do well this week, along with Reed Mahoney as well. Uh, anyone else to talk about? Uh, Balo, so Junior Balo is uh, how I'm learning how to say that as well, with more of like a B sound. Let me know if that's wrong, but uh, I've got some intel on that one. Uh, Papali'i did really well, and he's going to continue to do so. We then see Oregon Kafusi move into the 13 jersey. So we lose Madison. I haven't heard why, but um, yeah, he's completely out this week, unless he's carrying a little bit of an injury, and it's why he played a few less minutes. I'm not exactly sure. If anyone finds out about that one, please let me know. But Oregon Kafusi coming into the 13 role should do pretty well in this game. We do see Nathan Brown in the 17, though, and they're playing four middles or four um, you know, big, big guys on their bench. So that's interesting there. Move to the Cowboys and the Raiders. Hamaso, Tabiwai Fado had a really good game and he should score fairly well against the Raiders again. Obviously, you know, they were up against the Dogs who weren't as great a side, but that's that. We uh, keep the same team for the, uh, for the Cowboys. And this time, Gilbert's actually named in that 11 jersey rather than on the bench. Dunn's in the 16 jersey. We see Ruben Cotter in the 18, so he might come in. I'd say he probably comes in for a Griffin or, um, or Mitch Dunn rather than anyone else. So I don't know if he changed. I don't think he changes too much for the uh, edges in the Cowboys team. I think Nanai's a must-have. We're going to make a fair bit of cash and score you pretty well. If he's going to be getting 80 minutes, he's improved muchly as a player and, and a, f- a f- fair few less missed tackles than he was doing last year and obviously being really new and, and getting a full preseason, he's, he's improved out of sight, which is great. Uh, again, that's all just to the eye in this first game that we were able to see him in round one. On the Raiders' side, uh, oh, sorry, I just finished with Lolo as well. I'd be holding him for short. First game back, he should probably get a few extra minutes, especially with that kind of bench that we're looking at. And onto the Raiders side, Tomoko's going to be you know, pretty close to a gun, I'd say, in the center position with how, you know, if, especially if the tackle busting uh, result was still there, that would be helpful, but unfortunately it is not. James Sheeler was solid on the wing. I wouldn't be trying to pick him up, though, but you, got, you can use him as cover for sure. We see Tommy Sarling move into the nines, probably give it for between two to three weeks there in that nine jersey, and then we'll move back to the bench. So if you are struggling for a nine, then I think that he could be a good option to score well for you over the next few weeks, and then probably move back to a 40 to 50 minute role on the bench and, and not lose you too much in, in price or in points. Um, but yeah, so it could be a solid one for you. What else we got here? Nothing too much changes. We see great games from Hudson Young, so he, he should do the same again. And the interchange is fairly similar with Trevelyan uh, in that position now. We see... Who are we missing out on? So Snyder being... Oh, with Hodgson being out, um, Trevelyan moves in. So I actually don't even heard much of him. I'm not sure if he's a nine or not, but we will see. Uh, someone let me know in the comments if you know anything about Trevelyan. Knights and the Tigers. We finish off our, our last couple of games here. The Knights side, you know, they've named the same team as last week. Randall was great. Kurt Mann was great. I think both of them are must-haves or close to it. Uh, Clifford was good. Not sure how he's going to go this week. Obviously, against a lesser team, probably he's going to be more helpful. And we have a look at Frizzell being a bit of a gun as per normal. Leo Thompson's there. If yeah, I just hold on to him, guys. Nothing too stressful there. On the Tigers' side, we see very much the same team as well. Stefano, I think, will have a better game this week. You know, around that 50, 55 minutes is going to be good. He'll get some attacking stats here and there, looking for about a 50 this week. If he doesn't, you can find me and, and, and end me. <laughs> uh, Lucille will bounce back. Tuolungi was decent again. And we don't see Luki Garner. So he's in the 19 jersey, which makes it very interesting. I think they really like what Tuolungi, uh, he he offered on that left edge. So I think he should be getting some good minutes again. Around that 70 mark would be ideal. 
Simpkins been named after a little bit of an issue, but yeah, he's not someone that we want to, we, we think would be too relevant. I'd be moving him on if you can. All right, for the dogs, we see a very similar side as well, except for Tavita Pango Jr. coming back in. It sounded like it was a minor issue, so he should be okay. We see Matt Byrne in the six again, and he did everything in base last week. Up against the Broncos, they should do okay again, and I think he'll be scoring a lot better this week. You know, I, I, I will go out on a limb and say he'll score over 39 this week. I don't think that's too much to ask for from him. Jackson didn't have his biggest game. We saw a decent, a really decent game from Luke Thompson, and I think he should do well again, whether it's in the starting team or on the bench. He played big minutes either way, so I wouldn't be worrying about that or having that turn you away from him. Tessie New in the one jersey, so we lose Isako, um, who... Where does he go? Is he on the wing? Nope. We got uh, him completely out of the team. Anyway, Tony Staggs had a bit of a light one. He should be a lot better for the run. Against a, a dog's team, I expect a, at least a try from him. So have him in any in time scorers. Uh, Tessie's back. I wouldn't be looking at picking him up. Albert Kelly gets the six roll over Walters, who ends up in the seventeen. So he'll play that uh, that you know injury coverage, maybe some you know taking a few minutes from Terps. I think that'll be a solid role for him. I wouldn't be trying to play him this week off the interchange, but I think he's going to do enough to make a little bit of cash this week. And hopefully, if there's an injury for him, he gets that spot back. Payne Haas as captain is going to be a great option again. Unfortunately, we see Kobe Hetherington in the 15 jersey and Palaszczuk in the 8 still. I think just how well Palaszczuk went, he deserved to keep that spot. Hetherington, we're not sure how many minutes he'll play. We've got three middles on the bench. And yeah, what's going to happen with Ricky? He played a little bit less minutes last week. Yeah, again, if there's injuries in there, then Hetherington will get bigger minutes. If you brought him in or you started with him, he's probably worth... Playing, I'd say anything over 30 minutes would get you know, at least a, at least a 30 from him. And if that's enough with Schneider out and 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 you know, those, all things considered, then he's going to be solid. But I'd probably look to play Max King over Kobe this week. But we'll work that out from there. There you go, guys. That's the round two team list. I hope that helped a lot. Please hit the subscribe button if you are new or if you aren't subscribed and hit that like. And I really appreciate all the support so far. Good luck with your trades this week and obviously send in those comments down below. I'll help you out as much as I can uh, and obviously a couple more videos to come talking about different players that I'll be looking to target this week. And that will be all, guys. Have a great day. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.